Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be wishful thinking. I've got an email here from a guy who's in a really difficult situation. He's been married to his wife for about five years. The sex hasn't been very good. And it's pretty obvious that his wife is just, she's not making an effort to make their marriage work. He's got girlfriends on the side that he's now starting to dating, but he feels guilty and he feels obligated to her because I guess apparently their families are intertwined. But she's kind of content to just move on and live her life, and yet he's still trying to work things out. And it's just a, a guy's in a difficult situation here, and I think everybody watching this either has at one time themselves stayed in a relationship way longer than they should have, or you at least know somebody who has done that and you can tell the guy really cares he wants to make things work and he seems like a good honorable man but the reality is his perception of what a marriage or a relationship should be great ideals but the problem is the woman he's married to just doesn't share those same ideals and it's just like trying to date a woman that has no interest Bottom line is you're not going to get anywhere and how many of us do that? How many of us develop this fantasy, we get our heart set on somebody and we think we just like them enough and we're just nice enough to them and we do enough things for them and we change ourselves enough that eventually they're going to love us. Now if you grew up in a family like I did where mom and dad never hug you, never say I love you, never say boy, great job, I'm proud of you. And just get the crap beat out of you when you do something wrong or for the most part you just get ignored. It's understandable. You grow up. You want to be loved. You have that desire to be loved. And you're used to that f that feeling not getting fulfilled. And it's like for me when I started dating when I got older, when I got in my late teenage years, my early 20s, every time I came across a woman I really liked but who didn't reciprocate it, emotionally it made me feel exactly like the relationship that I had with my parents. So it felt normal to me because quite frankly, I didn't know what normal was. I'd never seen it. I just had the, an, an idea of a fantasy of what it was. But in reality, I was just projecting my high attraction level onto these particular women and just completely ignoring that they weren't interested, they were taken or they weren't reciprocating or I thought maybe someday it'll change because hey, that's what you see in the movies all the time. Eventually the girl relents and gives in and they live happily ever after. And this poor guy is in this marriage hoping against hope, hoping against reality that things are going to change. And it's obvious he's trapped because he wants to do the right thing and he's doing everything he can to jump through his butt and try to make it work. But his wife's just not making an effort. So I have a quote that I wrote and then we're going to go through his email. And the quote says, it takes two people who value what they have and who want to make what they have work in order for there to be a chance to save or rekindle a failing romance. Too many people stick around trying to change the other person, hoping things will change with time or that a relationship can be salvaged when only one of the parties to a relationship is actually making an effort to make it work. You should never try to save a relationship and keep someone in your life when they are determined to wreck it and remove you from theirs. Sometimes you may encounter somebody that's a little messed up and things seem to be going well and they just cause one problem after another. If you're dating somebody who grew up in a 
messed up family and they don't know what normal is when things go well and things go normal that's abnormal to them and they'll actually sabotage and ruin the relationship because they vibrationally are more aligned with the chaos and so when things are normal and healthy it doesn't make sense to them that doesn't compute therefore when they mess things up and they can go tell all their friends and family look see they're just like all the rest of them it's a self-fulfilling prophecy so you got, if you're single and you're dating, you want to look out for these kinds of things. And by learning the stuff that's in my book, it can help you screen out those particular people. Like from here, you'll see it's just pretty much been bad from the beginning. As the old saying goes, you can't make good wine from bad grapes. So if you make a bad choice, if you buy some bad grapes, if you will, don't be surprised when the wine turns out to be bitter. So he says, hey, Corey, two years ago, you saved my marriage. You gave me the opportunity to know me better as a man, and this masculinity simply exploded. Thanks for that. Well, I confess that I insisted in this relationship because we have been married for five years, and our families and lives are completely tied. Well, I don't have an email from him, at least that I could find, so what it sounds like is... I more than likely told him that it wasn't going to go anywhere and here we are two years later because he believes if he changes himself enough and he fixes enough things within himself that it's going to fix the relationship. The problem is you got another person in the relationship. It takes the effort of both people who want to make the effort. And You can become the best husband in the world but if your wife doesn't love you and value and appreciate you, she's just not going to give you something that she doesn't feel compelled to for me insisting on making us happy is a matter of principle belief in the marriage honor and responsibility as well well those are great ideals but at the end of the day if those are your ideals and she doesn't share them then you can't expect her to live up to those ideals i, I talk about this a lot in many of my videos you got to you're going to have a relationship with somebody. You got to make sure you, know, you want it to last. You got to make sure they share the same goals and values. Unfortunately, she turned my love into a fraternal one. In other words, more like a brother and sister type of thing. Which more than likely, it's great that you've worked on yourself and you've become a better man, but it doesn't sound like much has really changed from your wife's perspective. I'm suffering from bad sex since before our wedding and this is one of the reasons why many reasons why i'm not a fan of no sex before marriage because what happens you marry somebody and then you don't have sex until after marriage what if they're terrible in bed i have come if you date enough women and you hook up with enough women you're going to find that some of them are really lousy in bed and they're not teachable they don't have any sensory acuity in their bodies and that really sucks there are men all over the world. I can't imagine what the figure would be. They go and they get married. They wait their whole lives for their wedding night and the sex is fucking terrible. But that's just me. You do what you want. I, I always personally have found that it's best to take a test drive before you buy the car. Man, can you imagine having sex once a week with a selfish and shy girl in bed for six years? Well, I mean, I can understand if, if 
after a few weeks or a few months, you realize it sucks and it's not going to get better. But to continue on for six years, what did Gerald Salente of the Trends Research Institute say? Current events form future trends. So you are ignoring reality, but you can't ignore the consequences of ignoring reality. And the bottom line is the sex hasn't gotten any better in six years. If you keep doing what you've always done, you're going to continue to get what you've always got. And so you have this fantasy and it's like you're determined to imprint your fantasy of what you want your ideal wife to be. You're trying to imprint that onto your wife even though she has no interest in living up to this, your standards at all. She doesn't share the same goals. She doesn't share the same values. She's not interested. It's like you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. And you, my friend, are trying to make the horse drink and it ain't interested in your water. The point is she will, She was not like this before we decided to have an abortion because we didn't have enough money to raise a kid at that time. I gave her orgasm sometimes, always the same position. She likes to have sex but avoids it and is like a cold fish. Well, again, you're utilizing something that happened Obviously, years before, you were more successful or weren't as successful as you are today and you're using that as an excuse. That's what we tend to do. We look for evidence of something in our world that justifies our belief. And you think if it's just you fix enough of the problems or at least the problems that she says are there, then all of a sudden she'll become the perfect wife. And the reality is look at her actions. Look at what people do, not what they say. And your wife just ain't making the effort, dude. It's very rare to have her starting the fire. Despite this abortion episode and this painful sexual life, we have a beautiful history together. We built our material life from nothing and nowadays we both are successful and wealthy. We used to live in the ghetto and now... We own an apartment in one of the best and most expensive areas in town. We enjoy gourmet restaurants and go to Europe twice a year. Romance and fun is not the point, I think. The whole purpose of being in a relationship is you go there to give. You're there to help each other grow and become more. You're there to meet each other's needs. And obviously, sex and romance is important to you. But... You're ignoring the fact your wife's just not into it and hoping things are going to change. And you bottom line is when you don't accept reality as it is, you're going to suffer, dude. Of course, bad sex pushed me to lose my self-confidence and I started to go out with different girls to prove to myself that I'm a good lover. Normally, I have sex three times with a new girl and then I disappear. All of them know I'm married. I love my wife and there is no future with me. We are just having fun together. This is the way I discovered to find happiness. Bottom line is you guys are like roommates. And again, your wife's unwilling to participate. That's like buying a really expensive appliance you get at home and it doesn't do what was advertised. I talked several times with my wife and tried different formulas to make our bed hotter. Travels, motels, fantasies, preliminaries for hours, all that I could invent. Always the same position. She got orgasm, I got mine, and sometimes I would just give up and then we went to the shower. Because of the abortion, I paid psychologists, I went to church with her, even to the Vatican, 
and I had a lot of conversations about this event, but it seems that nothing can help her to overcome this trauma in our relationship or one of my concerns. She uses this as an excuse to stress my limits or to punish me. The whole purpose of a relationship is you go there to give. doesn't sound like she's doing anything to meet your needs or to give to you or to make you happy. When you love yourself and you value yourself and you respect yourself, somebody who you're in a relationship with, even if it's just a friendship or maybe it's a business relationship, when the other person is not treating you the way you want to be treated and you've asked them nicely, I mean you've been at this for six years with this woman, what's changed? Nothing. You've been the psychologist, you've been the Vatican, I mean you've been everywhere and nothing has changed. At some point, you got to accept reality. During this year, I started to have conversations about my happiness and my concerns about our sexual life. She started to leave all the responsibilities to take care of our home, our dog, and financial life while she is working. She has no time for me and is interested in making it alone. Well, people tend to vote with their feet. If they're with you, it means they voted for you. And In this particular case, I mean, she's saying, hey, I'm not interested. I'm not going to make the effort. But yet you're determined to make her into what you want. You're literally beating your head against the wall and hoping that somehow it's going to make your headache go away. Well, it seems a great message to leave, right? You think? We had a conversation with no drama and no arguments as a fraternal couple and I left home for a period. My point is, can I or should I stress this relationship more to fix this? 60% for me, this detail that is sex. So you're basically saying, well, the problem is there's no sex. Well, the real problem is your wife is not in love with you. She doesn't have passion for you. And if you've taken care of everything that you can take care of, which is being in your masculine, taking care of your mission, your purpose, your goals, your dreams, sounds like you've made money whereas before – you weren't as successful and despite all that, despite all the material wealth and nice lifestyle that it's afforded the two of you, she ain't making the effort. And so you've taken care of all that you can take care of but again, she's not participating. I don't believe that I can recover it with her or should I? Well, it requires the participation of both people and she's quite frankly She ain't willing to participate. That's just the way it is. Unfortunately, I'm starting to make plans by my own. I'm losing weight and I'm hooking up with girls. Move on with your life, dude. In my brainstorms, I even thought we could be a trio or have an open relationship and live in different apartments, both affordable. Again, you don't have the same goals. You don't have the same values. She's not willing to make an effort. I mean, dude, you've jumped through your butt all you can. I mean, at the end of the day, if she's not going to make the effort and she doesn't have the same standards and the same goals and the same values, why torture yourself? Why stay married to somebody who obviously is not interested in being married to you? And if you're going to have potentially have children someday, wouldn't you like to have kids with somebody who actually wants to have children who wants to have a family with you? Because I mean, think about this. Say, say, it's some, say you stay with her and some miraculous thing happens where she gets pregnant and you have children together. What kind of example do you think you're going to be giving your kids? 
you're going to teach them to go out and marry somebody that doesn't love them either and that's not healthy. So you have the ability to change yourself, to change your relationship situation and eventually find the kind of person that shares the same goals and the same values. I mean at some point, dude, your ball's got to drop and you got to start taking care of you because it's not attractive. It's emasculating the way you're living your life, dude. And at the end of the day, your time, like Steve Jobs said, your time is limited. Don't waste your life living somebody else's life because maybe you got family members that are pressuring you to stick it out. But it's like you're really just roommates at this point. And it doesn't sound like your roommates that even like hanging out with one another. There's just absolutely no fucking point. Grow a set of balls, dude, and do what you know you need to do. You have to participate in your own rescue. Definitely something to think about. So if you'd like to get my help personally, go to my website right now. Click the products tab at the top of your screen and follow the instructions for booking whichever coaching option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon. <laughs>